1: episode of the buckets and Brightside podcast jonathan and i recap missouri's last two games the 70 to 55 loss against memphis and monday's big 17 point win over siue we talk about where the rotations currently stand with this team what to make of the heavy dose of the seniors noah carter nick honor and sean east and we start to preview missouri's game on thursday against minnesota but first the killers
2: my dream and i'll share with you because you guys are listening My dream is to become a national champion. One day, like I said, we will cut down Nets, hold up trophies. We will raise banners.
1: All right, Buckets and Brightside episode three. This is the morning after a back on track win for the Tigers, 68 to 50 over SIU. Edwardsville. Almost botched that out of the gate. Alongside Jonathan Lidskin. Tigers are two and one. Should we be feeling better than we did on Saturday morning? Or, I mean, it's always nice to avoid the the bye game loss, but how do we we feel about the 18-point win last night?
3: Yeah, ultimately a slow start out of the gate for Mizzou last night. Led by seven at the half. It was pretty much even for the entire first half, but really turned it on defensively in the second half. I saw a stat last night that they were – this was – the lowest points per possession uh, defensively for Mizzou since the Lindenwood game last year. So, in terms of just like raw data, the best defensive performance in a very long time for the Tigers, Uh, obviously, you mentioned before we got this started, still a lot of stuff going on rotation-wise that they're figuring out. But, yeah, a win they needed, and a team that all, like, ultimately, like, enc- encouraging stuff last night.
1: it's I'm glad you mentioned the rotation part of it, because I think that's still huge. Gates talked about the, on the presser on Friday night. He said, like, you know, it's early in the season, all this stuff. You know, there's a lot that still needs to be figured out, and it's kind of too early to tell, you know, what's going to be what. feels like even after yesterday, there's still a lot of questions. Like, John Tonje, who didn't play a single minute in the first game of the year um, against Arkansas Pine Bluff, then played limited minutes against... Memphis actually got the start on Monday night against SIUE. Scored five points in 18 minutes. Didn't see a ton of him. Shot one of five from the field. But it feels like, I guess, early in this season, when we're still trying to figure out with the 11 newcomers and you know, Caleb McGrill is still figuring out his spot in the rotation and the freshmen like Ant Robinson and Trent Pierce, still trying to get their footing. It feels like Gates is relying a lot on his veterans. It's been a heavy, heavy dose of Sean East, Nick Honor and Noah Carter. Last night, Carter actually on his 23rd birthday, 15 points at four three pointers, including three in a row at one point. Sean East again leading the team in scoring, I believe, for the third. Or I guess he did, Bates led at the first game, but East was like a point or so back. Back to back game, Sean East leads the team in scoring 20 points, was eight of eleven from the field, hit two three pointers. He's like already like fairly close, like matching last year's three-point total, um, which is crazy. You think he had 13 off last year? He's already like eight or nine this year. And then uh, Nick Honor actually got injured. I think with a, with a wrist or an arm injury in the first half, didn't return. Gates said afterwards that you know he was healthy enough to come back. Gates just didn't want to put him back in. But are you surprised by how much they're relying on these three and how long can they do this for? Because I don't think they can do this for a 30-game season.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
3: Yeah, I'm not super surprised by how veteran-heavy they are right now. Um, You can look around college basketball right now. There are a lot of teams that have a ton of transfers and new pieces that are struggling. And when you bring back three guys like Honor, Carter, and East, who know the system, like, it's important. Like, Dennis even said, I think in the preseason, that, like, he couldn't lose Nick, Nick Honor, like, that like as important as Kobe Brown and Des Moy Hodge were last year, he couldn't lose his point guard. And hopefully Nick's healthy because you need a guy like that, a road a road game against the Time Major team on Thursday in Minnesota. But yeah, I'm not super surprised by that. And I think overall, like I, I didn't I had some stuff going on last night, so I didn't watch the game live, but I went back and watched it um last night after it went final. And just one thing I noticed about Sean East, like once again, like I mentioned this, he's doing such a good job just picking his spots and playing a lot smarter basketball. Like there was a play where I forget who it was, but he got a ball screen set for him and his defender went under the screen. And last year, like that would have been so easy for him just to like take the three, because obviously the system encourages taking shots when you're open, but he was smart about it. He uh, dro- he drove to the rim, kind of used his shoulder to get into his defender and finished over him. Inst- instead, C- created a much easier opportunity for himself. And yeah, he's just playing. He's playing very confident basketball. He's playing very smart basketball right now.
2: As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM Sportsbook for this college basketball season. We're going to be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and predictions throughout the college basketball season. And we are going to have special offers for you, the listeners, and the viewers on the Field of 68 each and every week during the season. If you haven't signed up with BetMGM yet, use the bonus code FIELD. $1,500, and you will get up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager on BetMGM Sportsbook. Here's what you got to do. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD1500. Deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets if that bet loses. Just make sure you use the bonus code FIELD1500 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient for me when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly. When crossing cross the state borders, just log into your existing account instead of having to create new accounts in each state that you go to. And most importantly, I got to let you know, we do have some fun stuff coming up for this college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odds boosts. My personal favorite, parlay odds boosts. So download the Bet MGM app today.
1: I like the way East played a lot on Friday, especially in the first half. I think he had 14 points alone, and he was actually doing kind of the thing you just mentioned. He got a couple really open look threes from getting around screens, and he had the separation. He pulled off two of them, um, both in the, the late stage of that first half. This is a guy yeah. that we couldn't really trust a lot from three pointer last year, and it's weird because the fans aren't huge Sean East fans. Like you can never ask him as a Mizzou fan. No, no one's favorite player is Sean East. He's a great defender. He is a pretty good ball handler, and now he's shooting the ball better. Like if this team's going to want to make a run, you know, into March and then into April, as the team has expectations for, it feels like a lot of people are going to have to get behind Sean East, and he's going to have to keep playing like this, but even better. And we mentioned getting into March and April. I think this is a major discussion point for this point of the year and what went wrong on Friday. This team went up was up 14 points against Memphis in the first half and then was down very early into the second half because Memphis was on a run. Quinterly was getting baskets. Um, Watson, their, their power forward, was getting hitting a lot of nice shots. And all of a sudden Memphis had the lead and there was a seven-point deficit with 10 minutes left and Missouri was looking around for Kobe Brown and he wasn't walking through the door. They had no alpha to turn to. It was a lot of guys, including Caleb Grill, and and Honor was missing a lot of good three-pointers. They shot 6 of 28 total from beyond the arc in the Memphis game. Grill was 1 of 8. Carter was 1 of 4. Honor did shoot 2 of 3, but they went to combine o of 11 from the bench shooting threes. It Mem, Memphis isn't the toughest team they're going to play all year. They got Kansas coming up in a few weeks. They got Illinois in a few weeks. What's going to happen against these good teams? Who can this team trust when we get to that point that can maybe fill that Kobe Brown role? Or is it possible that, you know, they're just going to need to to execute the offense differently?
3: Yeah. They did a lot more last night of like just throwing the ball to Noah Carter at the elbow. And obviously like that's something they did with Kobe Brown last year where they just like could throw it to him at his spot and he would go get them a basket. And, like Noah Carter won't do that against high majors in the same way that Kobe Brown did last year. I think what ultimately they're going to have to do to have success is they're going to have to run a lot more sets than they did last year. And that's something I didn't really like, I noticed it last night. I noticed a couple like definitive, like, Hey, they have sets here that they got a bucket off of. Um, they they came out and ran blind pig for a layup on the first play of the game. to sh- Sean East. But, like ultimately, like this was a concern that we had in the preseason. Like, who's this al- Who's the alpha on this team? And I don't know the answer. May- maybe we'll see that as the season goes along. But if that's Sean East, like as great a- as good as he's playing, I don't know if that's the answer you want. And like, like we'll, we'll see. I'll- I'll- like this season is has a long way to go and they still have time to figure this out. But right now, like they need someone who can go and get them a bucket when Memphis is making a run and they're in a dry spell like they were last year.
1: It feels like Noah quarter. Let's say Noah quarter has to be the guy, but that's the guy right now they trust the most. And that goes back to what we were just mentioning earlier about Mm -hmm. the heavy dose of honor quarter and um, East where it's been a lot of feeding those guys in the offense or taking the most shots. How do we make of the, some of the newcomers who have been, I don't want to say struggling lately, but haven't really hit their footing? Tamar Bates was awesome in the opener, 21 points. He scored six against Memphis, and then last night didn't do much, just five points. Caleb Grill was like two first, first 13 three pointers as Missouri Tiger. Eventually hit two in the third quarter or the early stages of the second half last night. We still haven't seen a ton of John Tanjay yet. One to five last night, scored five points. The freshmen, obviously three games into their career, still finding their footing. What do we make of the newcomers? And when can we start expecting them to take a bigger role? Because I think we both expected Caleb Grill to have a huge part of this offense early in the year. And he has. He, the shots just aren't going in. And like mm-hmm. maybe eventually when they do, we can maybe put him in the alpha category. And it's like, hey, this guy can hit a three-pointer at any time. He's a great defender, which he has been. He's also been like their leading rebounder for three games. Um, or almost, which is just as shocking. But he's a great player. Like, what do we make of the newcomers? And at what point can they really take that next step and join the East Honor um, the category?
3: Yeah, I want to start here with Ant Robinson because, like, yeah, this is great.
1: This this is their
3: was their lowest ranked freshman of the of the three they brought in, and like the what what I noticed is like he's not going to score a bunch. He's not going to do anything like spectacular, but. He plays really, really hard, and if he's going to do that defensively and be aggressive driving to the to the rim, like he's going to get minutes. And like I think that's the main takeaway I'd have from the newcomers last night. Caleb Grill, like he hit the two two threes, um, which were actually pretty big because they were early in the second half, and it kind of sparked the run that this team went on to put the, put the game away and extend the lead. But I mean, six points. Five rebounds, four assists, like four fouls in twenty-three minutes isn't super great, but like he's just a guy that's gonna do a lot of different things for this team. And I don't know if he ends up being the alpha, but when he's hot, he can hit a bunch of threes. Like we we saw that last year. And you know, this team's gonna play small a lot. You get five. If he's gonna be a guy that's gonna rebound at his size, like that's it's good stuff.
1: I really like what how this team is playing defensively. Even Memphis, like they give up seventy points. Like seventy points isn't a ton. Like, that's about like where they. I feel like they kind of should be. Like if you told, if I told you Friday morning Memphis would score seventy points, what percentage would you give that Missouri would win or Memphis would win for that matter?
3: Um, poof, like 20 percent.
1: Yeah, like it was seventy to fifty five, and if Missouri just hits a couple of those shots and think about how many ba- baskets in transition Memphis got as a result of missed three pointers and long rebounds and. Just the way that Memphis plays, you know, running downhill. Like I think that game, I'm not saying that game was like fluky, but it was a result of its one team shooting 19% from three and not hitting really any in the second half. I I think they're defensively they're miles better through three games this year than maybe they were through three games last year. Because last night, sixteen minutes without a field goal for SIUE. It was something insane. Where they Missouri's defense, it was just it was them missing shots, but it was Missouri's defense really clamping. But we saw the same thing against Arkansas Pine Bluff last monday so maybe it's not just fluke it's kind of can be a trend that this team can be pretty pretty fighting defensively
4: everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body including those involved in hormonal balance Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
0: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quitgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
3: Yeah, the, the bar for being better defensively than they were last year isn't super it's low. high. Like, they were very t- turnover-reliant defensively last year, and they're going to be again, I think. Last night... Something I noticed, I saw you Edwardsville did a really good job breaking the traps in the first half. And they hit a bunch of tough twos. So I think things kind of balanced out in the second half with them hitting tough shots. But, like, overall, and, like, Ken Palm won't, won't take out his preseason factor for a little bit. Like, probably another couple weeks until we get that. But Missouri's already up to... Um, 72nd in adjusted defense, and like that's miles better than where they were last yeah. year. So, like, we said in the preseason that like the floor for this team was a lot higher than it was last year. I think that's showing right now, even even against these teams that like aren't very good, that mm. they ultimately should be good defensively against.
1: Yeah, and then you know we will be here Thursday night to recap the. Minnesota game. Um, what are our early thoughts going into that one? Um, and then we'll, we'll get Can- Connor Vanover back, which is a big one. I expect him to start because it feels like the starting lineup is—it's—I mean, it's changed each of the first four games. I wouldn't be shocked if we see maybe a starting lineup of Sean East, Noah Quarter, Caleb Grill, um, Nick Honor, and Connor Vanover. Yeah,
3: Minnesota's a-, a pretty young team still. They'll rely on Dawson Garcia a lot, uh, who's their All Big Ten caliber player. Uh, Minnesota native, someone I'm super intrigued to watch is Cam Christie, who, you know, he's a freshman, Um, didn't know how much he would play at like another Big Ten school, but he goes to Minnesota, he came off the bench for them in their game against UTSA last week, he had 18 points, he's a guy I saw play a lot in high school, does a really good job kind of rising up over you to and hit shots, can really shoot it. Uh, they're a team that I think has played a lot better than many, including myself.
1: I saw this scored a hundred points against UTSA the other night.
3: Yeah. It's going to be a tough game. And you know, maybe this is a team that in the third year of Ben Johnson, they have a lot of younger players that are starting to figure out that system. I think like very slim chance. I would have said in the preseason that this is a game Missouri loses just because of how bad Minnesota was last year, but they're playing a lot better basketball than i expected and because of it like i think it's going to be a tough game i think i think going to have to go in there and play well to win and it's good and it, like they're only a one-point projected favorite right now
1: our, our friend poppy. our friend ken Pomp has them as minnesota is the number 97 team in the country so yeah so so Minnesota's that, i mean playing... this isn't a team in the the 300s where you know i'm looking right now that you know like southern indiana and you know some of the other Missouri's opponents, like South Carolina State, who they play next week. I cannot wait to watch that game. At the same time as the Michigan Ohio State game, but that's a different story. And I know, um, I know I don't know how much
3: you can get the Minnesota fan base to buy into these two games to start the season. But when tough the barn, place to play. when the barn yeah. is full and it's it's amped up, it's really tough to go
1: in there and win. Yep, will be a tough test for Gates and the Tigers. Let's wrap up with three stars from last night's game. Uh, I think I went first last week, so you can take your. Your first a crack at a star.
3: Okay. Uh I'll go Noah Carter for my my star. Uh fifteen points, ten rebounds last night. Also had a fifty around a fifty-three defensive rating, which if you don't know what that means, it's just the amount of points you're giving up per hundred possessions, which was the best on the team last night. So really impressed by him. His release is really quick on
1: some of his threes. Yeah. And he gets open too. He's tall, he's a tall guy. So it's like have someone out there. Shooting threes like that is tough to contest. I'm gonna go the simple answer. Sean East, 20 points, eight of 11 from the field. You know, good defender. Had I think a stealer, or two, a couple three pointers. Has been the alpha of this team so far this season. And if they if he can keep up this pace, um, it could be an all SEC caliber year for Sean East. That is our podcast. We'll be back Thursday night to recap the Tigers and the Golden Gophers from Minnesota. I'm Harrison Vapnik. That's Jonathan Lidskin. See you next time on the Buckets and Brightside podcast.